Metu Netur Volume 1, The Great Oracle of Tabuti and the Egyptian System of Spiritual Cultivation. Chapter 6, An Analysis of the Cosmognical System. The First Act of Manifestation. The Supreme Being brings itself out of the subjective state. Before creation can begin, the Supreme Being must first make objective its qualities of being. Note that in the subjective state, there cannot even be so much as a single thought. The very first manifestation of a thought is already a process of objectification. The only consciousness that there is, is that of conscious being aware that it is conscious. Creation then is preceded by a process whereby the Supreme Being brings itself into manifestation. The first act of manifestation which corresponds to the first sphere of the tree of life, Kether, is the Supreme Being's identification with the unlimited potential and unlimited presence in space, infiniteness, and time eternalness of the subjective realm, i.e. the supreme being brings forth the awareness that its identity is the capability of being whatever it chooses to be and that it is immortal and eternal. The second act of manifestation. The supreme being brings forth its creative faculties, the second act of manifestation is the supreme being's bringing forth of its creative faculties. These are the will and its spiritual power. The divine will, the second sphere of the tree of life, is the faculty that indicates what will take place and is thus the initiator of creative events. At this level, there is the awareness that as the energy matter from which all things are made is an eternal and infinite continuum. No part of it can have a separate existence in time or space. Therefore, all things are parts of the whole and are related to and interdependent upon each other. From another perspective, this states that no thing has a quality of itself that qualities are the result of a thing's relationship to the whole and to other things. As we shall see later in this book that the intuitive and automatic operation of this principle in man's thinking is the foundation of wisdom. The creative faculty of the supreme being at the second sphere is therefore the divine wisdom. It is omniscient. It is also realized that the will is infinite in its potential to initiate activities as the energy matter which all carry them out is essentially unlimited. The spiritual power, the third sphere, like the second sphere, looks back to the subjective realm and the essential state of being and realizes that as the energy matter that is the basis of all creations is essentially unlimited, there are no limitations to its ability to carry out what is willed by the second sphere. It is the divine omnipotence 
Note that the will is the potential, while the spiritual power is the actualizer or the producer of the effect in the world. The six acts of creation. Now that the supreme being has brought itself and its creative faculties out of the subjective realm, the process of creation can begin. But before the physical creatures can be created, there is a need for the creation of a metaphysical system of government or directors and metaphysical entities that will carry out the work of administering the physical world. The creation of the celestial government. The first act of creation. The first act of creation which corresponds to the fourth sphere of the tree of life is the framing of the laws reflecting the workings of the forces of the third sphere. These forces are deployed through the structure that allocates to all things its place in time and space for the purpose of maintaining order in the world. The tree of life, the canons of divine laws, the cosmogonies, man, mandalas, etc. are all representations of this grand structure. It corresponds to the fourth sphere of the tree. It is important to realize that order is not merely a fixed plan or a regular series or a law of arrangements, etc. Where there is no more than one entity, there can be no order. And where a number of things are not related or interdependent, there is implicitly no order or the possibility, therefore. Order is essentially dependent on the existence of interdependence, oneness between things. It is the means of safeguarding their mutual dependence. The full importance of this will be realized when full consideration is given to the fact that the goal of creation is the division of a whole. The second act of creation. Next is created the means of enforcing order. No thing can encroach upon another. Yet, although things are protected, the chief interest in the preservation of the whole. The third act of creation. Next is, cre the, is created the faculty through which the metaphysical workers will be coordinated in their activities to bring forth and administrate the physical creatures. This is the work of the sixth sphere. The work of the coordination is based upon the canon of the fourth sphere. Its application to specific situations is communicated to the sixth sphere by the second sphere. The creation of the celestial workers. Now that the means of establishing and maintaining order are in place, the supreme being proceeds to create the faculties, deities that are directly in charge of the work of creating the physical entities. The fourth act of creation. Next is created the faculty through which the designs of the various species of beings will take place. What is actually achieved at this point, the seventh sphere is an image of the type of thing that is to be created. Ergo, the, the species tiger. The emphasis of our understanding must be placed on the ordering function of images. 
When we imagine something, although we may not realize it, we are organizing the shaping forces of things or events to a divine object, to a defined objective. The imaginative faculty takes the set of forces governing a particular set of events or things that organizes it into a concrete objective, image. It is the great celestial designer, inventor, artist, goddess of beauty, harmony, etc. The fifth act of creation. In the preceding stage, we arrive at the design of the species of things. But as we know, species are broken down into individual existences. This faculty, the eighth sphere, has the task of making the distinctions that will distinguish each member of a species from another by creating variations among the parts of things and events. The sixth act of creation. The next faculty created the ninth sphere uses all of the preceding shaping factors to make a vehicle that will serve to coordinate physical energy matter into the physical thing or event. This vehicle is the soul of the individual thing or event. In the Kemetic tradition, it is called the Ka, and in Hindu tradition, the Jivan Atma. Because this faculty is directly in charge of the organization of physical energy matter into the creature, it is referred to as the mother goddess creator of all living, of all the living, and of the earth. The preceding exposition of the creative process is one of the best examples of the claim by Kabbalists that the mythologies and religious scriptures of nations cannot be fully understood without the knowledge of Kabbalah. The above six acts or stages of creation correspond to the original and true understanding that was misrepresented by the biblical versions as the six days of creation. We must also note that in mythological symbolism, the will is personified as a male and the spiritual power as a female. This is to be understood by the fact that we are free to express our will to do something at any time in the same manner that a male is always ready to impregnate a female. Our spiritual power, however, is only receptive to being impregnated at fixed, reoccurring points in a cycle. Ergo, women can only be impregnated at the midpoint between menstruations. Thus, we can paraphrase the second act of the manifestation, the, sphere, the supreme beings bringing forth of its creative faculties as the supreme beings bringing forth of its gen generative organs and because man is made man is made in a creative likeness of god i.e. with the same creative faculties genesis 127 informs us that god created man in his own image in the image of god he created him male and female he created them there are many factors that prove that the male and female correspond to the divine will and the divine spiritual power. In the original Arabic version of the Bible, the word translated as God is Om, Elohim. This word is composed of El, 
the Canaanite name for God and him, a suffix indicating plurality. This is why God speaking at Genesis 1 26 says, let us make man in our own image, in our own, in little, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. The author of this text has simply personified the two creative faculties of God. An analysis of the process of creation. The creativity, the the creative activity of the fourth sphere. According to the tree of life, cosmonago system, the act of creation is carried out by the first sphere using its two creative faculties. The first act of creation, which occurs at the fourth sphere, is the framing of the law embodying the activities of the set of metaphysical forces of the third sphere, which act as the structural framework upon which is built the physical world and each thing in the world. It would be appropriate according to the demands of the order for presenting the details of cosmology to, the, to embark at this point upon an explanation of the blueprint of the entire physical realm. Such a task requires certain supportive information that cannot be given at this time in the, in the discourse. I will therefore explain the blueprint of creation through one of its minor applications. Let us consider the creation of the animal kingdom. Animals, like all other members of the world, spirits, deities, humans, vegetables, and minerals, are modifications of the universal energy matter and pure consciousness of the subjective realm. This oneness of origin, we said earlier, is the basis of order. According to the cosmological forces operating in the third sphere and framed into law at the fourth sphere, all animals are parts of a circle of manifestation that encompasses all models of forces making up living beings. When the universal subjective energy matter differentiates itself to bring forth living things. It dualizes itself into two modes of energy. For the sake of simplicity, I will for now simplify the explanation by skipping certain steps and details and state that one of the forces in this source of the thermal factor that determines the level of biochemical activities. The other force is the source of hydration, water, factor which represents the universal medium in which all living things dwell the upper and lower boundaries of the thermal factor for specific living forms are relatively denoted as hot and cold the upper and lower boundaries of the hydration of bodies are denoted as moist and dry Meditation on the subject will show that all biological activities can be reduced and explained by these two modalities. The interaction of these two factors produces the four modalities underlying all manifestations in the world. They have been symbolized as the four elements of alchemy. One, water is cold and moist. Water accumulates in bodies as they are as they cool down. Two, as bodies begin to heat up, they have not yet lost their humidity. 
They are metamorphized as air. Three, when the temperature rises to the upper range, the bodies lose their humidity. They are metamorphosized as fire. Four, when they begin to cool down, they have not yet regained their moisture. They are metamorphosized as earth. All bodies go through these changes daily with the rise and the fall of temperature that follows the sun. The same happens during the course of the year. Besides being applicable to the cyclical changes that life forms go through, these four elements are also used as classification sets for the four fundamental types of all manifestation. Thus, there are four fundamental types of temperaments of animals, vegetables, minerals, and humans applied to the types of animals, we get the following. Ferocious, predators, fiery, hot and dry, tigers, lions, etc., carnivores, non-predators, airy, rhinoceros, elephant, etc., vegetarians, non-ferocious, passive, watery, cold, moist, which are sheep, doves, etc., vegetarians, non-passive, earthy, cold, dry, hyenas, jackals, buzzards, scavengers, omnivores. To summarize in the creation of animals, what is achieved at the fourth sphere is the creation of four temperaments of the animal kingdom, as each of these symbols of temperaments ties a vast number of types of beings together across lines of genre and kingdoms, the activities of the four sphere is a synthetical and analogical nature. And here ends... The reading at page 75 of chapter 6, the analysis of the cosmological system, the first acts of manifestation, the second act of manifestation, and the six acts of creation.